Hello and welcome back to the Checkpoint Reach podcast. I'm your host, Luke Elder. Today I'm joined by Randall and we have a special guest, Zealand. How you doing, mate? I'm okay. You know, waking up at one in the two and three in the afternoon. I'm now awake, <laughs> I think. <laughs> welcome to my world, mate. That's the same for me. So I feel your pain there. But man, yeah, we really appreciate joining, mate. Uh, been talking to you a little bit on Instagram, trying to get this happening. And obviously, we're here. Going to have a bit of a chat about football managers. So really appreciate you joining. That is usually why I'm anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, before we do get started uh, going into this chat, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Me and Randy are currently streaming Football Manager as well. Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursdays, 11pm GMT. If you want to check us out on Twitch and YouTube, links are all in the description below. But anyway, let's get rid of all that boring stuff and move into uh, some chatting about Football Manager. And to be honest, Zealand, my first question I've got written down really is, just like, how did you get into Football Manager? Because obviously you're not from the UK and really? that tends I... to be... I know, I know. I'm <laughs> going to surprise you. I'm going to reveal it to you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you, first off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was just wondering, man, how you how you ended up stumbling into footy, man? I mean, it's, I played FIFA uh, growing up and uh, I had the old um, World Cup video game on my, oh, yeah. on my Nintendo DS and then wow. I remember there was like the loading screen before each match and it had a glitch where it was always the Saudi Arabian loading screen when you, it was, uh, <laughs> so it was like camels and the Saudi flag. And I was trying to figure out what it's a really interesting experience as like a nine-year-old or whatever. So I played a lot of FIFA and soccer games and stuff and became obsessed and then dominant over FIFA career mode, like just, you know, take over a team and just roll right into whatever the goal was i don't even remember fifa to be honest i haven't played it in five years and that is Lucky because you, mate. Uh, yeah, at, at a certain <laughs> point i broke the addiction well i never crossed into uh ultimate team I, i'm <laughs> not I, I don't enjoy the super toxicity i can you know i enjoy a mild amount you know i don't want to od on it i od it pretty low. <laughs> yeah so i i never got super into ultimate team and I guess that's why my friend came to me at a certain point was like, hey, there's this game. It's like FIFA career mode, but it's just, you know, it's better. It's just more detailed. It's it's this, it's that. So we bought it. We, we started a tandem save with like Real Madrid and Barcelona. It lasted about five minutes. That we were just like we looked at everything like I don't know, you know I don't know what the is going on so we just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. we, we just quit and, and over the course of a year you know every few months I'd be sitting in the back of a lecture I'm like sure I'll fire it up oh. um, and so then I'd turn it on um, I'd go and open a save and start doing something and then nothing would happen and uh, at a certain point I started to save and you cross that threshold of now all of a sudden I, I know enough about the game to be able to actually yeah. play it and so yeah. uh, that that save was with celtic and like nine years into that save led by andy robertson and mark o'hara who mark o'hara is a real player too but <laughs> it was apparently in fm14 was like legend ability yeah. level no, as a 16 year old or something yeah. he's 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 he, he's just he's a mulligan now he plays for like Motherwell or something in Scotland, but yeah, he scored dropped. a Champions League winning goal for me in <laughs> oh, FM14. Wow. Yeah, so doesn't get I, much bigger I, than that, mate. No, yeah, that was probably the, still the highlight of his actual career was that moment on my side. <laughs> um, we need to find him. We need to let him know. No, I have. Yeah. I found him before because we, we're like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was real. Like he didn't have the region face, <laughs> you know. Because Andy Robertson obviously went on to be okay. 
Um, yeah, he was the only okay. other like Scottish guy. Armstrong, Stuart Armstrong was involved in that too. But we won mm-hmm. the Champions League, and after that, I was hooked. I'd just play and lecture. I'd come home. You know, I'd play while I was watching TV because it's a perfect. It yeah. doesn't require all of your attention all the time, but I would always have it open. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's that's how I got into the game. And you know, by the time I get to the senior year of college, I'm like, you know my my girlfriend would walk into the apartment and there'd be like a dent in the trash can and she'd be like you lose again I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> mate we've 100% all been there with the girlfriends as well <laughs> so they just don't understand she, the pain she, yeah it's like we'd be out at dinner it's like you're in a bad mood like how's the save going and I'm like you know the answer to that <laughs> let's I've not talk about broke it. a previous laptop from playing football manager I think I was oh. in the FA Cup final and I conceded the last minute goal and I just hit it and it got broke off. Yeah, so we've all been there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I just I just pretend you'd be like a somber in person coach. And now it, it kind of it's kind of applicable because when it happens on Twitch, I can't just sit there and go like, "What the?" <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't just like put my fist through the screen or something. I have to be like, "Well, boys, that happens." Because you know, uh, in, in inside, I'm dying. I yeah. mean, like inside, yeah. I'm just melting away. But on the outside, I'm like, "It's okay." Like, uh, <laughs> I think we all feel your pain, mate. I think people who enjoy Football Manager can see that, uh, can understand the feeling of rage that's <laughs> burning up inside. But, mate, to hold it back on stream, that that's pretty impressive. I mean, we struggle when we, I mean, obviously we're not as uh, uh, well streamed as you, uh, Zealand, but when we're playing, man, sometimes when you lose and just trying to hold in the frustrations is really hard, really hard. Yeah. I mean, Randall, you're a bit upset these days, aren't you, as well? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're our current save now, so we started off in the Championship, so we thought we'd get the Sleeping Giants back into the Premier League, so Luke went with Nottingham Forest on Blackburn Rovers, so admitted they had the tougher task. Oh, here we go. First time of asking, Forest wins the league under Luke's guidance, I losing the playoffs, Um, really (laughs) struggled. But I came up the second year of asking, now in the Premier League, and I'm suffering, I'm near the bottom of the league, I'm doing terribly, so it's stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those, man. It's one of those. But um, actually, be- has my camera gone off? <laughs> I feel like my camera's gone off. Your camera's off. Oh yeah, your your camera's definitely off. Now I've enjoyed the wholesome family content. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just ask quicker then. In terms of you getting into football manager, so Celtic was your first proper save. So it might have been that save. It might have been a late save. But what would you say was your best transfer? So you're like. Your hidden gem that sort of blew up for you. Oh no, it was, it was that save, definitely. That's it. The, the, yeah. was the first one. Uh, signed a guy named Tio Balich from South. Uh, from so I think he was on Rieka, right? You like that? That was, that was yeah, good. that was yeah. that was okay. wonderful, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so mid-table Croatian team, right? I signed him. He was. He was a god, Tio Balic. But the problem is the the match engine itself was not very... Um, it didn't show a lot of fancy plays. And so he would always score the same goal. Uh, he would, It was always like he'd just run in from the edge of the box as the left wing and just hit it into the top corner. That was like all he could do. But he did it all the time. And it was... <laughs> well, uh, yeah. It was it was great, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, a people dump on the match engine, but it really does improve significantly because that was six years ago, and that was just a nothing burger compared to what we have now. Well, yeah, um, Randall, you play with the match engine. I'm still the classic. I'm yeah. still classic 2D, which is I don't know why. I just never really got into the match engine. I I don't know if you ever played the game Zealand LMA Manager back in the day. No. Ah, well, see, that match engine I used to love, but I've just never really transitioned into the football manager side. I feel like I'm a dinosaur. 
I'm not really. The only ex- yeah, the only excusable reason to do that is nostalgia and like you're just more comfortable with it. I've heard people yeah. arguing that it's better, and that is just patently false and unacceptable. And I'm glad you're not one of those people. I've got that's probably the most fiery argument that and calling it soccer. Those are the two f- most aggressive arguments I get into. Yeah, regularly. I- is it actually called soccer manager in America? Or is no, it- no, of course, like of, of course not, and it's not weird. I'm not. I wasn't sitting here like, oh, football manager. What's that about? Like, <laughs> no, I get it. But, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's the other question. Is like, well, did you know that we call it football? I'm like, no, 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 I don't. Yeah, it, nobody, nobody, nobody let me know. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they that people let you know on the stream all the time. I'm yeah, I, I, it's it, people have been propagandized in their brain they they don't they don't i don't know they, 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 I, I i do not understand the phenomenon of <laughs> hating the word soccer so aggressively <laughs> other than the fact that it's intrinsically tied to like america as a whole which is so hateable that it just yeah but, well don't worry you're not gonna get any hate from me and randall no, 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 yeah no it's all good uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i must admit when it comes to um the the engine yeah that is not a hill to die on i would never say it was better i just i think like you hit the nail on the head for me it's just traditional i, I don't know i get that nostalgic feeling and i, and I stick to it and and it's funny though because when you are playing the game i see a tackle with a 2d guy and i'm still like red card ref <laughs> I've no really idea. Yeah. You have no idea if it was or not. It's great oh, skill. Yeah. yeah. Guy goes down in the box. I'm like, right, that's a pen. That you a do say pen. that quite often, to be fair. I think you're just calling for it to get the. Uh, yeah, I do. What you want, mate? I can't help it. I can't help it. Um, so, Zealand, when it comes to football manager, like, what is one of those saves that sticks out in your memory that you're like, okay, that was that was probably my arguably my most favourite save that I've ever done. Is, do you have one, or have you just played so many now that they all kind of mush into one? See, I haven't. I, when you think about it in terms of, of how many saves I have ever played on Football Manager, the number is probably shockingly low. I mean, I'm not somebody that start In terms of playing for actual enjoyment, and I'm not talking about like I started it for an experiment or I started it for uh, some competition or it's like a streamer showdown or something. It's like those don't count. I had one on FM 14. The next football manager I bought was FM 17. Played FM oh, wow. 14 for three years uh, and then bought FM 17, did one very long, I'm talking 2049 journeyman save mm-hmm. all the way up. Was at Barcelona competing for Champions Leagues, you know, but I had like a, there's a bunch of mini stories in there. Uh, on FM 18, I did two saves. I did a journeyman and then uh, road to glory with an Icelandic team. Uh, in FM 19, I did one save, which was bouncing around all of the top leagues in Europe. And once I won the league, I had to move on to another league. And so it was like Turkey and then Hungary and then like yeah. Portugal all in, and around. And then in FM 20, I did three saves. Uh, and now I'm done one in FM 21. So I'm pretty sure it's less than 10, like all time that I've wow. actually played. Right. When you explain it out like that. Yeah, and that, my favorite one is Bate, though. Yeah, yes, I I have seen uh, obviously some of your videos and streams with that, and man, you created a pretty decent team. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> that team was the team was sick. When the Champions League, the oldest player on the registered team was twenty five, so we crazy, really uh, built a built a juggernaut. That that was that was well, that's it was so special. I don't think anything's ever gonna beat that because when I started this that save, mm-hmm. there were like. 
10, 15 people watching. And then when it ended, there were 1400 people watching. And so there was kind of like the rise in the save reflected me at, like, you know, finding out that, Hey, guess what? This is what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. Cool. Here you go. Like, <laughs> so the, the, the rise in the save went along with that. And in yeah. nine years we got all the way to, yeah, that was that was Mate. that was nuts. We did not deserve to win that game, but I'm so happy we did. Who was it that you beat in the final? The final. PSG. Oh god, they were so much better than us. <laughs> you got the job done though, man. That's all that matters. See, oh, heroic. That kind of reminds me a little bit of um, like when I talk about favorite saves from Football Manager, I go to um, I took over a team called Ukrainafta in the second division of Ukraine. Started unemployed and got that job. And I ended up my in my mind, I was like, right, get him into the prem do a decent job, take over the Kiev job, and then end um, Shakhtar Donetsk's dominance. Didn't work out like that. It actually played out. I won the league six years straight after getting promoted. <laughs> and I took Ukrafter to the Champions League final where I got scammed. I got Real Madrid at the Bernabeu in the final. What is that all about? Wasn't even close. Did they you ever? Did you ever win me. it? Did you ever actually win it? No, I uh, I lost in the final, and the only Euro I won the Europa League. I beat Liverpool on penalties in Europa League final. That was it. So my 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 dominance wasn't quite to your level, but the journey I went on, I I managed them for like I think I played like fifteen seasons, and then obviously you're just in regen territory. It like all my team yeah. was just full of regens, and by that point I was just like, oh god, I think I've got to stop. <laughs> I need a break no, from the I, game. No, I know. I love. I love the region territory. I love region territory. Because then you, you get to the point where, like, you look at Barcelona and there's some 37 year old dude who's not real, but has like a super. <laughs> he has a super real looking career. Like he's he's a defensive midfielder. He's got you know 150 caps for Spain or something. I think my save in 2049 when I was managing Barcelona, I had these people that were like, "I'm like, I know you. You're Xavi." Like, but they were regions <laughs> and they they'd gone through the entire game while I was there yeah. uh, and been in the first team for 20 years or whatever. Well, that's actually something you uh, brought out, wasn't it? The regen face pack as well. Yeah, yeah, we did the regen face pack, which was essentially just a guilty pleasure of mine um, mm -hmm. because I got to a point where you know, people will come to me with these ideas. It happens a lot more than you think because everybody has their own little, a, a, a significant portion of the population gets off on like That's studying all. the game. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, like, Oh, you know, I figured out like the best way to develop a player here. Yeah. Here's my data, yeah. you know, and th there's certain people whose brains just work like that and they all come to me. Right. And so I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> So I'll sit there and like, you know, for YouTube Pied videos Piper. and you, you kind of sift through like the, well, this doesn't make a lot of sense. So this doesn't really matter. Uh, but like, cool. You know, you say like, Hey man, good job. But like, they're going to use this. And then there's the one guy who's like, yeah, you know, um, I think I can get real faces on regions that are like AI generated. And then you just kind of stop and you go, Oh wait, did you wait? Hold on. <laughs> did you do, like, did you actually just say that? So we, uh, it started up a like secret channel in the Discord with everybody that we needed. I was like, I will pay for the server space that you need. Uh, you, you can get whoever you need into this room in the Discord to kind of talk about it. Uh, and then six months later, it was it was done. Done. I mean, it had a few bugs, but mm -hmm. we came out with it kind of right when the game launched, which was an excellent 48 hours of no sleep. And then, <laughs> the, yeah, and then we, we dropped the new version in January that's like bug free and 100% functional. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just super cool. Like it just gets the right faces on people. It's the sort of thing that I'm surprised SI, uh, SI didn't do. I understand why they, I've talked to them. I understand why they don't, but mm 
I'm surprised that they had. Yeah, that is one thing I tend to turn off every year, to be honest. The regen faces. I I don't know why. I just I used to hate how you'd get so far in season and then you just see some like I click on a player and I'd want to like them and then I seen the the horror regen phase and I'm pop. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Ah, I need to get rid of that. <laughs> it's gonna put me off every time. It's actually one of the common complaints with the regen face pack is that they're all too attractive. <laughs> which is kind of a funny I, I'm not kidding but be like there's no ugly people in this face pack and I'm like okay so the way the AI works is it is essentially just it's a recombination of like a million faces that we, we entered in over time for different ethnicities and what, I won't get into the gory details of it but it's a lot of faces and each face is just like a reassemblage of those million faces it's like when you have a stadium singing a Taylor Swift song <laughs> at a Taylor Swift concert, it always sounds good. But if mm -hmm. you pulled out 10 random people, they would all sound bad <laughs> singing by themselves. <laughs> That's why they're all, but they're all like super hot. You get like, yeah. <laughs> it's like these like girls will message me and be like, you sure this guy's not real? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Not. Just try to find him on Instagram or something. Yeah, like, I, yeah, like, he's really cute. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Art region, no, that, was one, actually, one, one. that was actually me. I did the modeling for that. <laughs> Wait, I, I honestly, I, how can you look at a regen character and think, wow, he's attractive. I'm going to have to send a message Wait, about that. I didn't, yeah, I know. I, I didn't notice that, but I, yeah. Well, that's what you think, right? I mean, it's like, I'm not a particularly attractive guy. Nobody, I mean, there's this, the, the, those one collection of like four British dudes with the super tight pants and super tight yeah. polos, like those dudes think they're attractive, but most people go through life for just like, oh, I'm okay. But <laughs> the, um, well, like when you send somebody a message and you're like, these faces are too attractive. Like, <laughs> What are you saying about yourself? You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, you know, like, I, can just, I am uh, uglier than everybody in the space pack. Why is that? I can just imagine them sat on football manager, like looking at the regen pack. And that's like, turn to the right, they catch a glimpse of the mirror and they're like, this is an odd. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would miss the cut. And then there are the other people that are like, can you put my face in the face pack? And I'm like, you don't even understand how annoying it would, would be, be to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, you know, not to mention, you know, I don't look like a professional footballer and neither do you. So, like, <laughs> yeah. get you in there. Hey, to be fair, hmm. though, man, that, it's some good work, some great efforts because I yeah. have downloaded them and, and put them in now in my game. So, <laughs> I do thank you for that because I don't have to complain anymore about regens. Don't worry. I'm not going to complain either to you about them being too attractive. <laughs> so, <laughs> not my just, en just enjoy the view. That's just <laughs> exactly. enjoy the view. Makes the game better. Um, but yeah, let's see what else have I got here. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to actually, before we carried on, talk about Football Manager. One thing I did want to ask you about was actually real football and just how you got into that. And if you had a team that you you know specifically follow or are you just kind of someone who just enjoys football for what it is? Yeah, I am somebody that just enjoys the sport for what it is. I didn't grow up with a club. I, like I Well, I did, but in different sports in America, you know, in mm -hmm. sports that are basically only played in the United States or largely like basketball is fairly popular in a lot of other places now. But uh, so I, I know, you know, I am a fan of teams. I did grow up in a world where my dad was like putting on the shirt and, you know, the little stick on tattoos and we were going to the games and, you know, at an early age. So I know mm -hmm. that that's the question I get. It's like, well, you just don't even know what it's like. I'm like, no, I do. I just don't for like the MLS didn't exist when I was born. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not I much mean, you can do that. <laughs> exactly, it, it's impossible for you to to fathom. But soccer is the new sport. 
the United States. It's like yeah. this it, where it's probably like basketball is in um, a, lot, a lot of Eastern Europe or like Slovenia, where I don't know if you know anything about basketball and this isn't relevant, but like Luka Doncic is one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, almost, yeah. it's yeah, it's almost like it's almost like Pulisic showing up in the Premier League where everybody goes, wait a second. Why are you like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not why are you here? But it's just like, you weren't supposed, you, you weren't supposed to be this good. Like, that's, you know, that's like, this. it feels like this should mean something. The fact that you're like actually one of the best players here. Obviously, Pulisic hasn't been as good this year, but um, somebody just needs to put him in a cryo chamber for a year and then take him out and his hamstring will be healed and then he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a new sport. Like you have to, I had to explain the rules to to my dad. Actually, you know, like I'm explaining. We're watching the World Cup, and I'm like, okay, here's what offside is. And I'm like, you got the salt and pepper shaker on the table, you know, <laughs> the and classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's this reverse. Where like my dad didn't explain it to me. It's my generation that grew up playing FIFA with the Premier League on TV every weekend. Um, that that is the first one that's into the sport. It's the same generation as Pulisic, and you know, he's actually younger than me, which is wonderful. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> He's well, younger yeah, than all of us. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. is like seven years younger than me, and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> painful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that one hurts. Yeah, uh, that one hurts. Like, I like to. Well, maybe I could bully him off the ball physically. No, no, I would, yeah. <laughs> no. We wouldn't be able to get anywhere near him. Would he? We oh, just get yeah, you wouldn't even see him. I saw. I saw the list of like top twenty wonder kids from Let a Keeper, as my brother said this morning. When we were, I was on a Discord call with him, and I this is not relevant to anything. It's just hilarious. He goes like, "Hey man, did you see that Let a Queep video the other uh, the the Let a Queep? They had they released a, a like a list, and I was like, I didn't even correct him. Like he's gonna say Let a Queep for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really gonna enjoy that. Um, they yeah, use that. Ra- Ra- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Raina was fifth on their under twenty. Like there were two Americans on that nice. list. There's only one Argentinian, and then I'm sitting here like. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Things are shifting. Oh, I'm telling you, 2026 World Cup. Uh, it's hard to hang your hat on like two to three matches because anything can happen in two to three matches. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like Iran beats Spain, and all of a sudden it all goes to like Germany loses to South Korea. Like things can happen, even if you're the better team. Yeah, United States is going to be good enough to, to potentially win it. I'm talking like have the same chance as Croatia did in 2018. Like mm-hmm. outside shot. Tip, an outside shot yeah. to actually win in 2026, which is going to be exciting because that's definitely the first time I'll be able to like say that. Fully fully support them, get behind them and have a actual... Oh, I'm always... Yeah. yeah. When John Brooks scored that goal against Ghana, I ran around my house, ran a circle oh. around my house. See, I kind of can understand where you're coming from in a way because I, I'm Welsh. So... Obviously, uh, Wales have only ever qualified for two tournaments ever. Well, three now, but we're not playing. Uh, obviously, we'll be playing this summer. But one before I was even born, where Pele knocked us out. So obviously, before I was born. And then in uh, 2016, when we got to the Euro semi-final, and man, that was such a such a fun time. But you go from supporting your national team, thinking, well, we've got absolutely no chance. We're not even going to get a sniff. And then when you go on that journey of you're knocking out, you beat Belgium in the quarters and you're like, could we actually win this? We could actually win this. And then obviously we didn't. Sam, folks! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate. Uh, The pub where I was at, it went mad when Vokes scored. That was probably one of the best night celebrations ever. But Champions League wins with Liverpool. But obviously, Randall, a bit different for you being English. You go into every tournament... Thinking you've got a chance. every tournament. Um, a lot of English fans think that we're going to win it every year automatically. I don't. 
like I, will, I say we've got such good young players coming through, but we just underperform every single tournament. Mm. And I'm just used to that now. So when we did progress, you know, and then we got knocked out by by Iceland, it was like, oh, great, yeah, we've got a chance. And we got knocked out by Iceland. So it's kind of like, all right, okay, yeah, see you in two years for the next tournament. <laughs> At least you, you made, made it. it. You, you made the World Cup semifinal. I mean, when, when Kieran Trippier scored that goal, even you had no, to believe. I, yeah, <laughs> of course. I thought, this is it. But only yeah. at that point, not pre-tournament, you know, not in the early stages. You know, I'm still thinking, well, something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen. But if you look now, going to the next tournament, some of the, the young players that we've got that could potentially play in that team, then I think, all right, we've got Gareth Southgate as the manager. And <laughs> yeah, I, 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 said the, uh, I said the same thing about Burhalter, but he's he's winning me over slowly. Slowly but surely. I, I think he's a terrible manager, but his ability to recruit dual nationals, which is like a uniquely very American thing because yeah. everybody's somehow American. Like Trent Alexander-Arnold is eligible for the United States. I mean, like, I don't That's even know crazy. how this is. Like everybody is eligible for the U.S. And that, that this is there's definitely some sort of political commentary to go along with that because we have a military base in like every country in the world, but whatever. <laughs> uh, like, but, and that's, that, that's like Jermaine Jones and John Brooks is just like, oh, military father, German mother. Okay. But uh, he, he got Sergio Dest. And that's when I think everybody was like, wait a second. We might not hate you. Because, <laughs> this recruitment's because good. Everybody just assumed that Dest was going to play for the Netherlands, but there was something about yeah. like the friends he made in the U.S. youth teams or whatever. And then Burhalter saying like, "Look, you're you're going to play every time." Um, that I'm won sure him over. Yeah, exactly. And he's not he's not the only one. Eunice Moose is the other one who's like got 27 nationalities and is choosing to play for the U.S. Uh, over England, which pretty crazy. Yeah, we'll hold so our breath good on that. Good get. Well, it could turn out, like you said, 2026. Could be all leading yeah. there. Could be leading there. Oh, man. Because I'm so that, good. As you don't like follow a particular team, per se, looking at like the American youngsters coming through, say like Dest and players like that, do you gravitate towards them when you're looking at team playing? So say for Chelsea, you tend to support Chelsea as opposed to Man United, for example, for that reason. I'm su- like I'm supporting Pulisic, right? Because when I was think about it this way, when I was 14, who was I watching? I was, mm. it was I, I was I watching Demarcus Beasley? I don't even know where he was. That <laughs> Clint time, Dempsey, you know. I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Fabian Johnson running around with Wolfsburg <laughs> or something. Right? Dempsey was on Fulham for like a year and a half, you know, like two years. I think Donovan played for Everton for like 14 games. Mm. There was. <laughs> Like Steve Chirundolo was in the Bundesliga for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Like there was nobody that you looked over and you were like, the players in Europe weren't significantly better than the players in the MLS. They just happened to be in Europe. Like Josie Altador moved to Sunderland and we're like, here we go. And he never <laughs> One goal in like 29 <laughs> games. <laughs> I know. Yeah. After scoring 30 goals in the Eredivisie, I, yeah. I have no idea how that happened, but there was nobody like that. And then Pulisic showed up. And then the, the U.S. media machine just like woke up again. It was mm-hmm. like the Freddie Adu part two. It's nobody believed it because of so many flops. The last one being in our last World Cup, because we didn't make the last one, was uh, Julian Green. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. went in 2014. That, we yeah. literally yeah. called yeah, we called Julian Green over Landon Donovan. And everybody was like, oh, boy. Like It was the last two. That was the decision. And they took Julian Green and he scored mm-hmm. against Belgium. 
in the last World Cup match that we played, the last World Cup goal by the United States was Julian Green. And, and so he was 18. He's like, the dude didn't even start starting regularly until like two years ago mm-hmm. in Bundesliga 3. Yeah, it's Mappas. Absolute aggressive flop. And to his credit, he has kind of turned it around. He's one of the better players in Bundesliga too. And people are kind of whispering like, well, what if his team gets promoted? Then maybe he's like the Phoenix that rises from, he's going to make the world cup team in 2022. And it's just going to be this weird, like eight year hiatus from the national (laughs) team. And then here's Julian green again. Back again. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But we, we'd had this succession of Freddie Adu and then Julian green. And then there was some other like smaller pop-ups in between. When Polisic stuck and everybody went, wait, it's like he's actually good. <laughs> and then it turned into a tidal wave of people. Like every week now, there's a new American that's going over <clears throat> yeah. to to Europe, and they're not just going over to be different. They're not going and playing in the Eredivisie. There's nothing wrong with that, and there are a few that are, like Ricky Ledesma or something. But like uh, Aronson just went to Salzburg and now all of a sudden he's a starting player there. Chris Richards, who's the guy that Bayern just loaned out to Hoffenheim. And now he's mm-hmm. starting every week. Like there's this huge collect. They just loaned a couple guys to the English championship. It's, it's a yeah, Jordan away. Morris. It's Swansea yeah, Jordan Morris, uh, Daryl DK. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got loaned out. He's Barnett. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying. Last time I said Barnett, somebody got really mad at me. So. <laughs> What a weird thing to get mad at, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can talk. I can talk about the U.S. kind of exploding all day because it's hard to explain. I mean, you're if you're Welsh, you kind of get it, but it, there's you you do you get this fandom for these teams because you mm-hmm. you watch them. You're like you are specifically rooting that person to do well. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you're English, where you've got a you got a whole league of players all around the place all the time, it's a feeling that I. I'm sure you can try it, like try and understand, but it's it's there's this weird national pride that goes into it. Where even like yeah, you you reading Twitter, I'll go on Twitter and just type in Polisic just to see what English people are saying about like yeah. Christian. Yeah. Make sure that they're not you know well, <laughs> get involved if it's anything. Exactly, yeah. If you're <laughs> slating them too hard, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get in there. Roll up the sleeves, you know. Here we go. Well, no, mate, you make a good point. Like with Wales and stuff, um, we obviously had Bale, and they ended up going to Madrid and and winning what like three Champions Leagues? Maybe it was three. Um, but yeah, you end up like always checking. Yeah, that is a sore one as a Liverpool fan because obviously, yeah. Yeah. Carrius, I don't want to go into that. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you That's do. Best, that is the best goal in the history of the Champions League final. And he gets no love for it at all because it was yep. so overshadowed by Carrius. So good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Champions League final. And he's in Zidane still didn't play him after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it was the fans. Yeah. You get the white handkerchiefs out at Real Madrid. That is the worst thing ever, that. I mean, how spoiled... I mean, I'm coming for you, Real Madrid fans now. How spoiled is that club to get out white handkerchiefs when you're not happy because you're sat in, like, third? There's, like, so many teams are struggling. You're there like, nah, go, time, you're up. Always reminds me of, like, the Coliseum. Yeah. You know, when they used to uh, want someone dead and it'd all be like, yeah, kill him, kill him. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that at Real Madrid, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But you do attach to, like, that... I don't know. He's like the icon of Wales. Is like, oh, he's our hope. He's our great hope. Like he, he can actually deliver us something. And at the time, it was just qualifying us for a tournament, which he has done. To be fair to him, so you do grow that attachment and bond to these players as a nation that doesn't succeed on the obviously international stage too often. So I hey, kind Trinidad of understand. And Tobago is is tough. Okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, mate, I can imagine. I bet it is one hard place to travel to and get a win. <laughs> that pitch was suspect. That's all, you know. That was we we lost by two goals in Trinidad. We didn't deserve to go to the World Cup. That's that's that. I was going to say you're starting to sound a bit like Klopp. <laughs> the, the pitch, the it was yeah. a bit windy. It was too hot. The, uh, the length of the grass is <laughs> just way too high. <laughs> Can't play football on that. Ugh. Oh man! But yeah, um, so then we'll take it back to like uh, obviously football manager and stuff. And uh, I wanted to you know get maybe talk about some of your. I don't know. Maybe Randall said it when I was out fixing my camera, but talking about just past gems that you've signed or you know players that you've grown attached to on the game because you. You, you've you've discovered them. They're this wonder kid, and then obviously you go to check them in real life, see how they're doing. And, and quite a few times on Football Manager, these wonder kids don't live up to the hype. I, I, they get a bad rap for that. A vast majority of the time, I think the guys that they pegged actually do a really good job. Uh, I think that's because scouting is a lot easier than a lot of people say. So yeah, they have this there's this huge scouting network of a bunch of people from India to wherever that their mm-hmm. job is to rate all of the players on this particular team. And like, I know the guy that does it for, for wolves and it's not a super complicated process. You're just trying to hit like a certain overall rating mm-hmm. and you just kind of fill it. So, you know, on a domitriore, if you give him 20 pace and 20 acceleration, which you have to do, uh, then you have to really torpedo maybe even certain areas of his game that he's better at than, than you'd think just because you have to hit some overall rating to balance the match engine. But Scouting is pretty easy and you turn like deciding whether somebody's good or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so these people that come from kind of abstract places, the, the football manager usually gets right. Like Andy Robertson, obviously, was a good example. He was at Dundee United in FM 14 when I picked him up and went on to win the Champions League. He was starting at left back. And there's, you know, he re- at the time and the start of the game, if you walked up and told him that he would start on a Champions League winning team, he probably would not have thought yeah. that that was in the realm of possibility. Uh, in Camavinga last year, they absolutely nailed that one. I had never heard of that dude before last yeah, year. Cool. And then I, I made a list of like people you haven't heard of that are good last year. And Camavinga was like eighth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he ended up being this huge he's deal. one on the game this year, isn't he? I think he is. He's, yeah. He's number one. No. Yeah. Outrageous. Uh, and I'd say 15 or 16 of the 20 people that were on that list have first team appearances now. And so football managers success rates, probably 70, 75%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I spend so much time dealing in regions usually that I don't sign too many players uh, that I get attached to anymore that are like wonder kids in real life. Cause that would also be kind of cheating. Um, which is why I tend to start in lower leagues. Cause I make videos telling mm-hmm. you who the best wonder kids are to sign. So if I start at Manchester United or something, I know who to get. I already know. I yeah. know the. I know the best move. I know the best deals. I yeah. make the videos. I'm like, you can sign this guy for five million right now. Yeah. Uh, and so I then remove myself from being able to sign that person if I want to play fairly. And so I can't. You know, I can't go get Moises Casado out of Ecuador, who's going to be this great player in United in classic United fashion, messed up the negotiation. And I guarantee you they'll try and buy him for 75 million three years from now. <laughs> but they, they could have yeah. bought They're like, oh, we don't want to pay five. We want to pay three. And Independiente device like, okay, screw you. They're going to, somebody else is going to pay five. <laughs> yeah. Um, but see, I know where those people are. I know how to, I, I know how to get them. So I, I typically don't actually do saves with them all that often. But yeah, there is, um, oh, what is his name? Oh, I did do a save with Dortmund last year. Um, oh, 
What nationality is he? Mark Antony. Oh, I, I changed his name. That's why I couldn't remember it. He's uh, Brazilian. Antony. The winger. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just Antony, and he went to yeah. Ajax. That's probably the last guy that I like signed. I signed him to Dortmund from South America, and he ended up winning the Champions League in the starting eleven nice. with with that team. So that's probably the last guy that I was like, "Hey, I've never heard of you, but you're good." Yeah, I mean that when we're playing saves, actually, so many players that you end up just stumbling upon, and it's just gone wonder kid in the description. I'm like, I I watch a lot of football. I've never heard of this lad. And yeah, yeah, he turns out to be a worldie. <laughs> it yeah. happens so many times. Actually, Rant, you're quite good with the, the old I mean, kids. that's like you're saying that you tend to go regens. I tend to not do a save past the regen save. So once the regens are sort of taken over, I lose interest. And I'm all about progressing the youth. So I actively go seek out these young players, get the young teams, and then build them up to the, their potential. So every save I do, I'm scouring the scouting network. So I don't know how much you can get each player for. I'm not like that, but I know what players will do well at what age and what they can turn into. So I try and build a team. Um, depending on who I am in the team, like Blackburn now, I'm trying to, I mean, I've just been put into the Premier League and I've signed, what, eight youngsters who could potentially mm-hmm. be wonder kids who have in previous saves. Um, but I've got to wait for them to sort of play first team football because I'm pulling them out of um, Belgium's you know, under 20s team, things like that. So not yeah. first team ready. So whereas you, Luke, you tend to go for experience. I'm yeah, looking to play these youngsters. I'll always look through my youth teams and play them over the uh, established players, yeah. yeah. The football manager provides some variety there because they do have the range of potential. So like Camavingas is 160 to 190, which mm-hmm. means if he hits 160, if some other dude's got... 140 to 170 potential which is not dime a dozen but there are a lot of people that have 140 to 170 they could conceivably just because of the random role have a higher potential yeah. than camavinga and so there is some variety uh where it's not just automatic there are yeah. certain players yeah. like bukayo saka has the same potential in every game like if they're very sure about somebody they don't put a range in but mm-hmm. That's and Greenwood, I think, has the same potential. Doesn't mean they'll yeah. reach it because they could get hurt or their training could suck or whatever. But yeah, they, if there it, is it progresses how it should. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there is a spice of life to the way that old Randall's playing. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I must admit though, I I'm not I, I'm not in the same vein as you, Zealand, in the sense that I know all the Wonder Kids and I stay away. But a lot of the times, I don't like actually signing Wonder Kids because I feel like. I don't know. I like to try and sign players that I like in real life. And I don't know how many other football manager players are like that too. But I'm a like... A lot. A lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm always, like, I want this yeah, winger. Wonder, That's it. They always wonder why they're broke. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> broke. As they'll be like, well, I only know Mbappe, so I signed him for 200 million. What did I do wrong? I'm like, Hey, don't worry. I'm more like Harry Redknapp. I'm a wheeler dealer. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't bring in the big bucks. Well, that's well, saying that, I spent spent 160 million with Forest. It turns out, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money. It's amazing how that happens. <laughs> just, just that's what I don't know. Uh. Wait, Randall's always going to the board begging for more money and getting. Yeah, it works with Blackburn. Yeah, just play that spoiled child. Say, I want this player. Can you? I can't afford him. Can you get him for me? They're like. Yeah, all right. Uh, so it worked in that save, yeah. <laughs> so you got to do what you got to do. See, I remember um, back in the day, when I, well, back in the day, um, when I was in college, so I guess, yeah, 10 years ago. But um, <laughs> yeah, I the, the player back then was um, Danny Wilson. 
centre back. Um, he was youngster Rangers at the Rangers, time. Rangers, yeah. And uh, I'd, I'd sign him, he'd be a worldie, and then everyone, like most saves you do with your mates, everyone tried to get Danny Wilson. And I remember the day Liverpool signed him, and I was like, mate, he is going to be, <laughs> he's going to be the boy. That is our future right there. One of the worst defenders we ever had. <laughs> Didn't quite live up to it. I've never been so gutted. That was a younger me, though, so I, I guess I can, I can look past that. Mistakes. <laughs> yeah, you must have some players that you've grown attached to on Footy Man that just haven't developed in real life like you wished. Gabby goal. Gabby goal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I think he's still in. He's like back in Brazil. But that dude's sick. He's still sick in football. Like every time you start to save football manager, go grab Gabby goal. He's like the best player in South America. Football manager still loves him. Yeah. And he's just. He's, I I think in real life he's kind of turned it around. I think he bagged like thirty something goals in Brazil last season. But maybe, nice. maybe he's ready now at twenty five. <laughs> Yeah, to come over. Yeah, maybe it's just taking a little bit of time to get him there. Yeah, yeah. late bloomer, Jamie Vardy style. He'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't be too bad. I think um, when it comes to football manager as well, like I am quite in depth at times, but I'm not always like I don't do my own training and stuff like that. Is, is that something, Zealand, that? that you are a big fan of going real in depth into the tactical side of things and, and all the training aspects of the game and, and analyzing all oh, because now obviously when the new football manager, you get all this data that hasn't been there in past games that I grew up on. So there's even more data for you to get obviously in depth on if you wanted to, is that something you're a massive fan of, or do you just kind of tend to stay away from that side of things? I mean, I, I know how all of it works. But do I use all of it all the time while I play? No. I mean, I. everybody makes the deal with themselves. How fast do I want the game to go compared mm-hmm. to how, like, my, I am not going through every player on the other team in a regular league <laughs> game. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, well, how does my right wing match up against their left back? You know, and like looking at attributes and running a comparison. But when I get to a Champions League final or when I've got a huge match coming up, then you start to apply a lot of that extra data uh, you start to apply a lot of that, ex- like the tools that you have available to to you. But the thing about football managers that has this the built-in feature of like staff responsibilities. So whatever you don't want to do and just isn't fun they for you, it. you just yeah. get rid of it. Sign mm-hmm. a decent staff member and they will do it okay. And honestly, by and large, they'll do it better than most people who don't know how to do it in the first place. They'll do a better job, especially with things like scouting and training. So uh, you can just leave that, but take control of your scouting. That's just such a fun part of the game. Finding players, that feeling of like, this is the one. I see the stars. Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. That's probably one of the best bits. I mean, we used to have a friend. <laughs> we used to have a friend, uh, me and Randall, that we'd play an online save with, and it would be like, oh, uh, okay, we'll start this save. I, one of the ones that sticks out for me and Randall was like, I don't know, like four years ago, newly promoted clubs. It was like Palace, Cardiff, and. Hull, yes, Hull. So we're like, yes, we'll do that, okay? So we spend like six hours, five hours, whatever, playing all night. He's made his sign-ins, blah, blah, blah. We go into work the next day. He comes up to us. Lads, I've been thinking. I think we should restart. I got players I want to sign. It's like, lad, we just spent six hours playing that. He's like, no, no, no. My scouting was all wrong. I've got it now. I've got it. I found the players I want this time Yeah. I mean, the amount of times that we went through that with this guy. <laughs> Have you ever had that, Zealand, where you've been playing online saves with friends or, or maybe your brother or something and, and you just, 
they just keep going. Oh no, let, let's restart. Uh, you know, I, I didn't get my scouting right. I need to. I need to get these players. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't play saves online with anybody because I'm that guy. I have a group of like I have a group of friends that that I play with. Uh, none of them stream, but they go by acronyms so that when I refer to them when I'm like streaming or making videos or whatever, people know that it's my brother who's Centurion, and then my best friend his name's Ant or Antarx or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as as their gamer tags, and at, when we play any game out of the three of us, I'm always the one that's like. But what, did we consider this? Are they like, like, you know, we'll be like playing a turn-based game, and I am always the last person to hit continue. Like, like, who are we waiting on? Sealand. Oh, f- like, <laughs> come on, man! You know, it's like one of those. And yeah. so I know if we did a save, they'd be like done in three seconds, mm-hmm. and I'd be sitting there like, well, I'm, you know, and then I, I feel pressured. I'm like, well, now I got to. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I don't do a lot of that because I am that guy. So yeah, I'm familiar with the with the type. Well, you're very familiar. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, to be fair, that that is one thing that me and Randall like to laugh about looking back in that. But you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there play Football Manager who probably just get their sole enjoyment out of the scouting and buying players than actually going through with the saves. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you do grow attached to players. So w- when it comes to like tactics, Zealand and stuff like that, um, do you always kind of go for the presets or do you create your own custom tactics? Any tips and tricks that you'd give people on that end? I, I do create my own. Um, I'm not the best at it. There are people that are better than me at the tactics game. I've been learning. I've gotten a lot better mm-hmm. this year. Um, maybe because this match engine makes more sense and you can like use the middle of the field again. But... Which and also that's an ironic sentence since I had my worst performance in any streamer showdown ever. But I have <laughs> gotten a lot better this year uh, with the tactics. I made a vi- you know I found a tactic that just broke goal scoring records in consecutive divisions in Portugal. And then actually for the first time ever made a video where I it was one of those that's like this tactic will help you do this and it's awesome. And it was actually my tactic that I'd yeah. like made. You know that's nice. Uh, yeah. That was the first first time I ever made a video like that. And, you know, it worked for people, which was good. But I, I think for me, the fun, some of the fun in the game comes from the creating a tactic and kind of the flu, the, the adjustment that's made over time, the balance between training players to your tactic and adjusting the tactic to your players to use their skill sets the best. But it, I think it is one of those realms where football manager gets really complicated and changes constantly. Mm-hmm. And so using a preset tactic, downloading a tactic, I never have a problem with anybody doing that. Unless it's on like the streamer showdown and you're downloading some tested, like yeah. just no press, slap you around world-class <laughs> tactic. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that would, that wouldn't be too fun. But if you're just playing your own save, it is something that's super easy to pawn off. Like you can win the champions league with one of the preset tactics in the game. You don't mm-hmm. have to touch a thing. Just worry about getting the players in and roll it out. But for me, yeah, I, lo- I love tweaking it in terms of like the tips. Um, yeah, the, well, the middle of the field isn't nerfed this year. Through balls are back in, baby. So use <laughs> Good. them. Yeah, use them. Our Blackburn save. So I'll let you into a little um, little secret in our league. So I was not secret. as far as Blackburn save. <laughs> you know how, how I score a lot of goals from long throw-ins? Yeah, because it's horrible. It's yeah. actually one of Zealand's videos that I picked that up from. With the long throw, you were that Portuguese team. I've never felt so betrayed. How many goals did I get from that? It worked. So big kudos to Zealand there. Um, <laughs> I conceded so. to that. 
You yeah, still no, pass me a lot. It forces it forces the goalkeeper to make a play, and sometimes they just don't because they're Allison or De Gea or uh, somebody else that's just having it. Yeah, sorry, Luke. Sorry about that one. Yeah, the painful one. Uh, yeah, but they just they come out and they just don't make. You know, it's tough to always get your timing right, and make the right decision, and so you get all the big bodies up there, put the ball into the mixer, and make somebody make a tough decision, and all of a sudden it pops three. It's in the goal. Yeah, it's a, it's ugly. But, it, but it is effective. It got me 10 or 15 much-needed goals, so uh, I applaud you for that. But I'm with you with the tactic side. So I, when I'm recruiting, I look for players that will fit my tactics. So obviously, Gagan Press is the, the OP tactic this year. Um, I like to tweak it slightly, so do a custom one. And then I'll buy the players and that will fit my tactic. Um, so that's a big part of it for me. And then going into depth with the corners and the, the free-kick takers and stuff. Mm. Yeah, Utilise that and get the goal. So I do get a lot of enjoyment from that side of it. See, that is something I feel like the older I've got, the less I've put time into and started going with presets because I play Gegenpress preset and I just buy, obviously, the players to fit that system and I just let the computer do it for me. Uh, when I was younger, I spent way too many hours trying to create my own custom tactics and obviously put the players in and set pieces and I'm like, right, yes, I'm I'm like the next Pep Guardiola. I'm going to I'm gonna do this. And then the older I've got, I've just become like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm a preset guy. I feel like, I don't know in the community what that would be like. I don't know how many people would be preset. I guess in, it depends what kind of manager you want to be. Yeah. I mean, you can win very, like Pep doesn't win every game, right? Even though he out tweaks everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's something to be Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't a tactical genius. You know, he just kind of rolled the boys out and said, we're playing yeah. a 4 4 2 or whatever. And he, <laughs> he switched it up sometimes. <laughs> Probably roll. He wrote the tactic on the board in the first game of the season, and they did the same thing all year. <laughs> yeah, left it there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, and you just go with that. And if you're not scoring, put more strikers on the field until somebody scores a goal. And he's one of the greatest managers of all time. So mm-hmm. very true. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get the job done. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. Like in the championship, I broke record. I got 107 points with a four-two-three-one yeah. Gagan Press preset. So obviously, uh, yeah, you can't just get it done but uh i think um one of the things i think about when it comes to tactics was i used to use an old tactic back in the day uh that well i say not many people used i don't know if many people used or not but not many people i played with used it and it would always be the it was basically a 442 but you push one of the wingers high up as into like an attacking mid left roll and then i checked out one of your videos the other day and i seen you you were playing it I was yeah, like, oh, that's, that's the tactic. Uh, that's the, well, what did I call it? The Dragon Ball Z or something? This <laughs> <laughs> were Oriental Dragon. Yeah, no, that's that's the tactic. It works super well. Well, I, I mean, anything works super well if you have great players, but it's True. very effective, direct. Because uh, that one guy up, it just provides the link to everything else. And it's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever successfully used a wide target man because you aim for the wide guy. He brings it down. You're, the center backs don't know what to do, especially if the wide guys drifted into the middle and the people flying all around him and he just holds the ball and picks one of them out. And yeah. You're you're rolling. I, I can't believe that tactic still works. I used to, honestly, oh, I used to love that tactic back in the day. The only thing that used to throw me off sometimes, because I used to think, well, it just doesn't look very realistic on the actual tactics board. <laughs> just got one guy up there and the rest of the team's just obviously in there. You're thinking about system. the right back then, aren't you? Like, who's going to provide the cover there? So like, mm. Yeah. So I remember yeah. back in the day, it used to change, try and go conventional tactic, like 4-3-3 three, three or whatever. And then you just wouldn't get the results. Always revert back to pushing one of the guys up. And it just worked. 
I don't know why, what it is with that tactic, but if it's still working on Football Manager, I might need to experiment with it with the, with the first thing. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, it's always in real life and in Football Manager, just making life harder for the defense. Why, like, I, when I was growing up, the 4-2-3-1 exploded. Like, I can't remember who the first person was to do a 4-2-3-1, but all of a sudden the center backs, instead of dealing with two strikers who they were comfortable with and were right next to them all the time, they had to decide who was going to go get Ozil or whoever was mm. standing in front of them. And in that process, it would all fall apart. And it's, it, True. it's the, I think the advanced wing is all about making these people get out of position. Like, if you can make them uncomfortable, it's an old adage in one of the American sports uh, in baseball um, where there's a pitcher, it's like a guy throwing and you can make the decision to take him out of the game at some point. And the old adage is never make the decision to make the, that makes the other team happy. Mm -hmm. uh, never, never take the guy out if they're happy to see him go. If yeah, they, you know, yeah. if they don't want to, if they want to face somebody else instead of him, leave him in. And that's kind of the same with tactics. Like you don't let the other team get comfortable. Like you roll out in a basic four, four, two, you kind of know where everybody's showing up unless you do some really funky things with your player instructions and your roles. Like, you know, where everybody's going to be, what they're going to try and do. So um, I think that's why the four, two, or like the four, three, one, two, I think it is. Mm -hmm. At least that's what the game calls it. I think that's why it works so well is because the fullback then comes in, the overlaps there, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice formation. And, uh, Hey, Hey, maybe one that, I mean, you can try and stream, Randy. I mean, you need all the help you can get. I think I might actually give it a try and see if I can get Blackburn firing, yeah. Uh, so there might be some more applause coming your ways even there if uh, that's successful. <laughs> 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 One thing that with tactics, though, are fine. Like so I said, I like to do, I like the custom tactics, but I'm a sort of person that I'll play it all pre-season, it'll work. Go into the first game in the league, lose and I'll scrap the tactic then. it must be the tactic that's wrong it's not the players it's not me as a manager it's the tactic and I'll just revert this and try all over again I don't stick with it there's a lot of different arguments for this um, I, there are a lot of people that change them too fast I am always a big proponent of the process because there is RNG in the game it's kind of like playing poker where you can do everything right and lose mm -hmm. and yeah. you have to you have to learn when to not blame <laughs> the tactic or yourself or really anybody like the players are like sometimes you just lose right because mm -hmm. every time somebody takes a shot from outside the box it has a chance to go in and every once in a while you're going to play a game where your really good center back has a mare and mm -hmm. somebody hits a banger from somewhere and you lose two to one and you just and then there's of course the other type of game where your tactic sucks and every decision you make is wrong and yet you get a lot of the RNG, so you only lose two to one. So it's the same score, yeah. but you have to learn how to figure out whether it was your fault or not. And I think a lot of the art to the tactic is like knowing when a big change is needed or when you try a new tactic and in one game you go, wait, this doesn't work. We just got lit up like a Christmas tree, whatever. <laughs> and you go back to what you had before. That's like probably one of the keys to playing FM is knowing when to adjust. Are, are, we, are we playing well and losing or are we playing terribly and losing? That's, yeah. Like, yeah. that's the question. Well, I think to be fair to you, Randall, you you made a good tweak halfway through the season and started picking up points on the last stream. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, one thing I find with football managers, one formation don't necessarily work well throughout the season. I don't know if it's teams sort of counter it and find out, but like I played one formation, win ten games, and started on a losing streak. So I tweaked it up and then started getting points on the board. So I think sometimes it does take that slight change to start winning again. That's why you should always have three tactics up that aren't like the same thing with three different mentalities. Like you should always have three up, 
so that your team isn't going, you know, what is this when you switch over yeah. to something slightly different for another game. Or, yeah. yeah, very true. Always have a plan B. Um, so just very quickly, uh, I didn't know this, and I'm going to ask you, it might not be true, Zealand, but Randall, when doing a bit of research, um, started texting me. He was like, oh, I didn't know Zealand creator of F- FM base. Well, I don't know creator, but something to do with FM base. Yes, something yeah. to do. The only reason I'm a YouTuber is because of FMBase. That is true. Right, um, okay. I was on the FMBase stream team, which was, I don't even know what that was. It was just kind of a group of dudes who got along <laughs> that streamed FM and happened, like, and gained their legitimacy by being able to tweet out from an account of 35,000 followers, which at the time, as the way I understood, like, Twitch and YouTube and stuff, I thought was huge deal and awesome and it really that that sort of thing doesn't matter if nobody knows who you are mm. um and they asked if they were like we had, we kind of want to reboot the youtube they had this seven-year-old channel that had like 200 subs they hadn't posted a video in like five years and they had this channel they're like somebody want to run it and i just said yeah and so until i hit about 30 or forty thousand subscribers i think the the channel was called fm base yeah and that is the FM base YouTube channel. Uh, and at a certain point I talked to the guys and like, look, you know, I, it, I think it, I did better at it than anybody expected, including me. <laughs> Cause this process was like October of tw- like 2019 was mm-hmm. when I made my first YouTube video. And so it really escalated aggressively into like March and April um, like 10,000 subs a month in March, I think. And so I basically, cause they said it was basically my channel. I was like, I, I think, I think I want to rename it. Like I'm still going to, I'm never going to have a website that's like Zealand football manager because all of the stuff that I want to host, I put on, I put on FM base. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always owned hundred percent of the channel when I said I was going to take it over. And so I just, we talked about it and I just kind of renamed it, but no, I, I don't, that was the conspiracy theory for a while. And kind of the reason the rebranding happened to Zealand was people are like, see you own FM base. I'm like, no, like I barely even <laughs> at the early stages of the YouTube barely worked with the guys on FM base. It kind of gave me a thumbnail template and the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I, like something would happen on FM base and I'd be like, you know, what are you going to do about this? And I'm like, I have nothing to do with <laughs> any of that at all. Complaining uh, to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the, there will still be years from now, people that think I own FM base and that's just couldn't be further from the truth. The guys that do are awesome. Love them, but it's not me. Yeah. And I don't know the website or, or anything. I just got handed the keys to the YouTube channel because I've volunteered and, uh, then kind of turned it into this yeah. unknowingly and it's been a great success mate congrats on the all your hard yes. work so far yesterday we passed the football manager youtube channel uh, nice so nice uh, job, yeah, we have more subscribers than the actual like si football <laughs> manager <laughs> that's channel, mad that's mad to funny. say out loud yeah, <laughs> it, it's just it was uh, i'm like well, what do they do they only have like eighty four thousand subscribers for this huge game. So I'm like, Hey, do you want me to run that for you? I don't know. They just started up some, uh, a tutorial series, which is a great idea. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I first saw the link when Luke said about, you know, potentially doing this now, the stream, 
I'd been on Football Manager Base in the past and yeah, same, sort yeah. of seeing you on video. So when I seen you again, I was like, Zealand, I recognise you. And then I, I tracked back a bit and then wrote notes from that. So I said to Lucas, I think this guy was part of FM Base. He's like, oh, I don't know when yeah. I found it. Yeah. yeah. You scroll down the videos. It's all of the all the FM base videos that I made there, and you can tell I made all the thumbnails because they're kind of the same. Like there's a line, <laughs> yeah. where like before and after. I we brought it, the thumbnail guy into the team, and that's usually where you can find like all the FM base videos. So you just you just go down, and there's like all these kind of simplistic, amateurish looking thumbnails, and that <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Well, man, you've done a great job with it, and yeah, your content's great. Um, not to kiss your ass or anything, but yeah, I enjoy it. Oh, go, um, go, go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, thanks for the permission. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, man, you're doing a great job, and uh, yeah, thanks. We really appreciate you for coming on to the uh, podcast to chat a bit of football manager, a bit of football in real life as well. And uh, we only hope that your channel, well, we only hope, we're pretty confident that you're going to just keep going and going and going, yeah. mate, and keep building. Hopefully, yeah. And take over the uh, take over the world with Football Manager. Carrying the flag of Football <laughs> Manager. That's the idea. Exactly. Someone has to do it, mate. <laughs> Someone has to do it. Um, but yeah, everyone, definitely who's checking this podcast out, obviously go and check out Zealand's channel. I'll put all links in the description below. And uh, yeah, do you want anyone to follow you on social media anywhere, Zealand, or...? Uh, no, I don't want anybody to follow me. Right, so leave him alone. Media. You've been yeah. told. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm contractually obligated to pay Reese and his salary, so please do follow me on social media. It helps with that. Yeah, I'll put all links in the description below. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe and comment with your thoughts on what we've covered today. You know, what are your favorite tactics and football manager, all that good stuff. What got you into the game as well? And uh, that will help our channel to grow. So we really appreciate that. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at CheckReachPod. And if you want to follow me and Randall, you can do. Where can people find you, mate, on social media? Uh, so I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on all the, all the social media sites. All the links will be in the description below. And if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Leld, L-E-L-3-Ds, add a 9 the M for Instagram. And we also have a Discord where we're building a bit of a community. If you want to jump in there, have a chat and uh, look to stream some games together because we do stream every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday currently, 11pm GMT, Twitch and YouTube. But anyway, once again, thanks, Zealand. Really appreciate yeah, that, mate. Much. Well, Thank Great you guys for on. having me on. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it was good fun, mate. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more uh, gaming news because that's what we usually do on this channel. So look out for that to drop. And uh, have a good week, guys. Bye. See ya.